0: we're live and in color yes it's liw anthology review with Tesla dick It yes dick's here dick lovitz dick Levitsky. Levitsky. <laughs> levitski yes. i forgot that i was there <laughs> uh all right it's just for copyright infringement just in case What's what's hear the theme song there is something wrong with your taste of podcasts unfortunately now we are in control somehow ow ah fuck uh, uh, uh. anyway do not attempt to turn off the podcast although you're fully capable of we just really don't want you to welcome to liw anthology series review Hello, citizens mm-hmm. welcome to that show i'm phoenix west that Dick Dickie, that's a lovely edited opening segment there. Thank you. I spent way too much time on that. It's very nice. Today's <laughs> episode is Tales from the Crypt 305 Top Billing. It's Dick's Pick. It's their Dick Pick for the week. Um, mm-hmm. Next week will also be a Dick Pick. We're going to draw. He's going to draw at the end and choose an episode from a random anthology show. Not Tales from the Crypt. Yes, here's hoping not Tales from the Crypt. Not Tales from the Crypt. Even though this episode of Tales from the Crypt was enjoyable... It has a 7.6 on IMDb. I'm surprised it's that low, actually. I am surprised it's that low. That's kind of ridiculous. Because especially the Christopher Reeve one was, what, 8.3 or 8.6? Was that high? Something crazy. I'm gonna something say, ridiculous. I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say again in my life. I enjoyed this episode of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> ah, yes. I, yes, it's I don't a know good how. one. I don't know how. I didn't think it was going to happen again. The only one I really, really enjoyed so far was the one that wasn't even supposed to be a Tales from the Crypt episode. The uh, episode Yellow, Zemeckis made. This episode was made by Tom Todd Holland, who's who's uh, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's done a lot of a lot of shit. He directed Malcolm in the Middle. He um, was like a horror movie guy. I think he was in that. He did a bunch of episodes of Larry Sanders Show. Yeah, yeah. He's like a I think he's dead. He, I think he died. I'm pretty sure he's dead. He directed some Felicity. Oh, shit. Uh, no, I'm, we're so, thinking of Tom Holland. This is Todd Holland. Oh, okay. That's what we're thinking. That's, after, yeah, yeah, Tom Holland's the horror guy. Yeah, Tom Holland's... The, this is Todd Holland. Well, yeah. it makes more sense for it to be Tom because it's a horror show. It makes sense. But I think it was Todd Holland, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't Tom Holland. It was Todd Holland. Yeah. This episode came out June 26, 1991. My it, birthday. Is it really? June 26th. That right, was my birthday. There you go. Well, maybe that's why you like it so much. I was 91. I was uh, 9. I probably didn't even see this episode. I was probably playing with my uh, uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves toys. Oh. They made toys for that? Oh, yeah. They're no. terrible. They're so bad. Little Alan, little Alan Rickman. There is an Alan Rickman toy, yes. I play with my Alan Rickman toy. There's an Alan Rickman toy. He has a scar and everything. No guy born toy. And then they also have a Morgan Freeman toy. So they did have a Morgan Freeman action figure in 1991. Wow. Yeah. Did they just change the clothing on some Winston Zedmore Ghostbusters toys? <laughs> no, but it did, it, they gave him a beard. So it's very similar to the Winston Zedmore uh, Kenner figure. Because I think it was Kenner that did the figures. Yeah, because it was because uh, the uh, Friar Tuck uh, figure is actually a repurposed Gamorrean guard from Return of the Jedi. That's a good one. They just painted him differently. Yeah, well, it's a heavy bleah, black paint. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, bleah. that's a. I have that one for sale in my store. <laughs> it looks nothing like him. If it could, No, not at all. I don't know. It's hard to get. No- he looks Yeah, but the other ones don't look like uh Harold Ramos or Dan Aykroyd or uh Bill Murray either. Dan Aykroyd's close. It's cool, close. <laughs> yeah. Uh not the cartoon version though. Yeah. Well the toys are all based off the cartoon. Yeah, it's cartoon, yeah. yeah. That's why. So this is uh this is the the best shape. It's still the logo's still there. I'm I'm yeah. proud of these ones. My favorite one is the the Peter Venkman one where he's he's orange or yellow. And his top comes up. Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite one. Those are the good ones. You got the Egon with the tie that spins, but the tie is always broken. So if you have one with a tie on it, it's actually worth more money. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, shit. The tie is always broken. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, there it is. And I got... uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. I got him for 50 cents, but he doesn't work. Yeah. This one works flawlessly. Yeah, hey, mine is a piece of work. It's all fucked up. It's perfect. It's fifty cents. What do you want? Yeah, my uh my Peter Frankman's at home in, in Michigan. <laughs> Rude. Oh my god! Fucking phone off. I okay. told him. I told him I was tech. I was uh, potting. They're sending me. I think they was from hours ago. They sent me videos of my nephews. Rude. Who cares from about Japan. From Japan. My Japanese nephews. <laughs> really? Half Japanese, yeah. Huh. My brother married a Japanese woman. He lives in Japan. Huh. And he desperately wants to come back to America. He can't stand living there anymore. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. You should tell but him it's probably better there. Or Tales from the Crypt. Ghostbusters. Tales from the Crypt, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, although I am at least it was surrounded, by, surrounded yeah. by Ghostbuster stuff. Did You didn't buy the new stuff, though? You're not going to buy those hyper real figures? No. You just can't do it, huh? I just don't care. This is the newest one I have. Wow. Right here. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, that's that's the the new releases. Yeah. Those are good ones. I've only, I have only have Venkman. That's all I have. I refuse to get more. Nice. Well, yeah, you don't need it. If you got like two or three, I think you're set. Yeah. I just got the one. I'm good. No. Although, uh, he, I don't know. As far as favorite Ghostbusters go, I go back and forth between uh, him and uh, um, Egon. Yeah, Egon. Uh, yeah. Blinking Harold Ramis. I was trying to think of yeah. the actor, not the character. Well, I think um, every everybody it's Egon or Venkman. That's it. Well, I don't the think is it's Ray. People fucking love Ray, and lo- not so much Do Ray, I? but they love Dan Aykroyd, and I, I don't get why. I don't know if they love Dan. He's such a fucking weirdo. Yes, and, and I don't just, think he's funny. Yeah. He's not funny by himself. He needs other people to make him funny. Well, yeah. Prime example: uh, Loose Cannons with Gene Hackman, where Dan Aykroyd is the comic relief sidekick, and that's it. It's not funny. Well, let's look In at fact, what he did. Aggravating. When he directed, nothing but trouble. It's fucking awful. It's an exactly. awful movie. Chevy Chase is even worse. Yeah, I hate Chevy Chase. I don't hate Dan Aykroyd. I find <laughs> he's weird. I don't think he's funny. But Chevy Chase, I actively fucking hate. I hate that man. I think everybody hates Chevy Chase. But there was a, it took everyone a while to get around to that. No. Like he's always been a coked-out dick. Well, Memoirs of Invisible Man was like the final curtain for him. I think that's when everybody came out and said, like, yeah, fuck Chevy Chase. Finally, it's a big bomb that he's in. Nobody cares about... He cost money, and this movie sucked, and he didn't work for a long time after that. And then Dan Harmon gave him a fucking chance, and he just yeah. fucked him over. And then Dan Harmon went around and fucked him anyway because he kept putting playing those voicemails of his, <laughs> which were hilarious. Well, Chevy Chase is a fucking lunatic. He blew his brains out with drugs, and then now he, you know, allegedly. But, well, Allegedly, yes. Yes, please, allegedly. We can't... Yes, get sued by... Uh, but Chevy's the, the, Chase law firm, the Chases, the Chases, uh, the Chases. O- he owns the bank. I don't know if you know that. Or not. <laughs> yes, and he also <laughs> owns uh, uh, Glendale because there's Chevy Chase Boulevard yeah. everywhere. It's true. No, nope. is that really David named Armo. after him, or is that some? Uh, I don't think it's. A, I don't no. think I think it's just coincidence. Because I don't think he ever lived in. I'm, I'm sure he lives in L.A., but I don't think he has anything to do with Glendale. No, but uh, Burbank has Bob Hope Boulevard. Well, Bob Hope owned most of the Burbank. Yeah. So that's, Bob, there's a yeah. reason. It's not... Yeah. No, the the airport was called Bob Hope Airport, but yeah. now they changed the name because I guess he was Bob Hope was a bigot or something, so we have to change the name. But he owned all the property the airport's on, so that's why it was called Bob Hope Airport. He owned the fucking airport. That's how much money Bob Hope had when he was eating apple pie and shit in his diapers when he was like 95 years old. Hey. Fuck it. Good for him. He did it. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Anyway, uh, uh, this is a yes. show where we go off topic a lot. We're gonna keep this one short and sweet, I think. Um, yeah, because it was—it's a good episode. It's very simple to the point. It's got a plot that—it's ABC plot. It doesn't meander. It basically everything bad happens to John Levitts to get him going crazy, and then he loses it. He he. Uh, he's an actor it's about acting and actors in general and that's kind of like i think the joke of the episode kind of like the best episode of uh jordan peele's twilight zone is about an actor ethan embry and it tracks him going crazy and what he needs to do and then it's about that and that's the best episode of that show wow and this is the so far the best episode that's made for tales from the crypt that i've seen so far yeah i mean i have a i do my tier one, tier two, tier three for this show kind of like where i think it falls there's not a whole lot in, in the top tier bucket. No. Because um, it gets desperate. Like, I put that Till Death Do We Part episode in there, in the top tier. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's like a middling episode, if, if yeah. best. So, and I put Demon Knight in there. It's not really an episode. Ease of kill yeah, I liked, but Yellow's in there. Maniac at Large is in there. Yeah. I like that episode. Other people on the panel were not fans. I get it, but. It's the Friggenheimer effect. Yeah. It's a great episode. I enjoyed directing it. I didn't bring him up this time. It wasn't exactly. me. Exactly, wasn't me. That's why I'll take I'll take blame on that. Now that you mention him. no. Uh, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> Seconds. Will you be quiet for an hour? Uh, <laughs> let me go. Uh, no, but yeah. Going off what you said, it it it's the most. I want to say restrained episode because it doesn't go all over the place. You don't see the same thing five times. It doesn't sit there and beat you over the head. It's just literally a story that follows from beginning to end. And you're not like, why the fuck is he doing it? Everything makes sense. You know what's happening. Everyone's fun in it. Everyone's good. There's Nobody's too schlocky until you get to some characters that are very, very schlocky. But there's a reason. And the, the twist didn't piss me off. It, mm-hmm. Even though I, I figured it out. Two twists, mind you. It's a twist on a twist, really. I'm trying to figure out what the second twist would be. The guy sees Yurik, wanted. He thought he was going to play Hamlet, oh, but he's playing the skull. It's not about the guy. It's not Hamlet. It's the skull. Gotcha. That's that's the second twist. I would say that one's actually the first Our, twist. Well, it's the first twist. Yeah. but Yeah, it's very good. So let's let's break this down. Uh, it does have this the standard setup. The guy loses his job. You know. He doesn't get the job in this case. He no. doesn't get the acting gig because he walks in, he tries to strangle Sandra Bernhardt, and I'm like, "Yes, kill that bitch. She's so fucking annoying." And he walks up to her, and she's like, "Oh, stop. We're not. You're not right for the part. You, we need someone uh, heavier." And he's like, I, "I can be heavier. I need someone bigger." And he he does it, tan. He does his best. John Lovitz in there. <laughs> and then he goes home, and uh, the girl from Twin Peaks uh, says she's going to break up with him all the shits in the, the hallway of his apartment. Now, we also set up his his uh, archiris. Yeah, yeah Tron Tron and Bruce can they, they, You can tell they have a back and forth, and I can figure out because he's tall and handsome, and he's John Lovitz Why the fuck are they going out for the same roles where they're seeing each other that much? <laughs> they should not be in the same room together as far as casting goes. Exactly. And the ironic part was John Lovitz worked more than Bruce Boxlet. Because <laughs> I don't remember seeing Tron in too much compared to John Lovitz. Let's look into it, because I am very curious. Oh, I bet you John Lovitz got like a 1,000 credits. And Brooks Boxlet probably got 80, and they're all like TV shows. Well, we mentioned, um, you said some other show, He he's in Babylon 5. Yeah, he's in Babylon 5 for a long time. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what the (laughs) fuck else this shit is. Oh my God, this is all terrible. He's in every Tron video game. Well, he's the voice of Tron. (laughs) Yeah, he's in a lot of TV movies. Oh yeah. He's in some show called Young Blades, which I'm really curious about so I'm clicking on it. I'm sure that's an anthology show about based on the novel The Three Musketeers by Dumas. Uh, young Blaze falls oh, a group no. of youths as they cross swords with dastardly villains while keeping on their studies at the Musk- Musketeer Academy. Oh no! And he's fifth listed. That's they had amazing. to be. A ni- they had to be a 1987 show. Um, 2005. Oh my God, <laughs> that's much worse. Holy! He's shit. in a lot. I can't fault him on that. It, it's stuff nine, I've nine never heard worked. of. He has how many credits to his name? Acting, um, 128. So now I'm worried he has worked more than John Levitt's. Holy shit! John Lovitz <clears> is <throat> been in 119. But if you remove all the Tron shit, he's at like yeah, 40. <laughs> there you go. 50. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm sure John Lovitz got paid more for being an Adam Sandler production than Bruce Boxleitner got paid being Tron's voice in a cartoon. Well, his friends aren't making a scam movie. I mean, exactly, not a funny comedy movie. Allegedly, I just misspoke. I, I'm sorry. Allegedly, I don't know. His friends, Bruce's friends, aren't making their vacations in the movies and calling it a theatrical release by having sponsorships all over the fucking thing by scamming the audience. Uh, I mean, uh, entertaining the audience. Sorry. Yes. They. So he didn't, he doesn't have that going for him. Yeah, The Thing is it's a great movie. Well, it's like Jay Moore says. Once you're on SNL, once you're a castmate, it doesn't almost doesn't matter how well you do because you'll always be known as Saturday Night Live's Blank, Blank, Blank. No. And you can get introduced that way. And that's a huge, it's a, some street cred to your name. Because Jay Moore admittedly sucked on that show. Yeah. He <laughs> was barely on it, but he's like, I have that in front of my name for the rest of my life. Sure, yeah. Fuck it. He's good. He's always got good stories to tell on on different shows, on podcasts or whatever. That's why he He just got more stories. Exactly. (laughs) But um, this episode basically gets to um, uh, John Lovis goes after the part of Hamlet. He thinks he's going for Hamlet, the, the part, not the play. So he goes to this really weird, dilapidated alleyway in the middle of shady New York where it's actually Los Angeles, but whatever. Back alley. And Back out of Abortion Boulevard, yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. And then Bruce Tron's there. Tron beats him to the punch, and they're arguing over who's going to get the part. And then he gives it to Tron. Oh, hold on! First, we get oh, introduced yeah, to the door guy, who's like, true. he's got a big curly fucking <clears throat> wig on, and he's got a big bushy mustache, and he's like, "Welcome to the theater." And he comes. <laughs> he's a pussy it's a how, good, guy. He's a great character actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's uh, he's super masculine and really into pussy. This guy, um, he's like, that means come this way, gentlemen. Ooh, look it gets there. it gets hot in here. So go ahead and take off your pants right now. So it gets really steamy in here. Anyway, he I was just telling my girlfriend the that. other day <laughs> that um, can you sign my girlfriend? Can you sign an NDA before we enter this room alone? Anyway, he's one of those suck guys. my cock, Gary. But then we get introduced to the the acting coach. No, he's not an acting coach. He's a theater. The director. He's a, what is he? He's a director. He's, yeah, he's, he's, the, a, he's a theater director. Theater director. He said, stage and screen is John Aston. Yeah. The great character actor. Samwise Gamgee's dad. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, senior Gomez, if you will. Another, another uh, uh, co-conspirator in the... In the uh, Adam Sandler con that is movie-making, <laughs> yeah. Sean Astin's dad. Sorry, you said uh, con. You meant, uh, allegedly, you meant Endeavor. Allegedly. You meant Endeavor. I meant Con-ity. comedy. Comedy. Comedy, meant. Yeah. comedy, yeah. We keep misspeaking a... us. I'm sorry. Yes. But uh, he, he's really over the top, and he's grandiose, and he's like, I'm an acting coach, and he puts like, and he rolls everything he can. And I'm kind of catching on because he does a close-up because he brings uh, the two guys in into, a into closet, like a fucking broom closet with a little lamp up above. And he's, he goes to the camera, and he clearly has a sharpie-down mustache. And I'm like, okay, starting to pick up what's going on here. And that was the first clue. But then uh, he turns around, and they have this awkward kind of three-way shot. And he's kind of like, all right, well, you're... You're here. And the guy's like, fuck this. I'm out of here, man. John Lovett's the part's yours. And he's like, no, you're perfect. You're high cheekbones. And he's so excited about that. But he was saying the face. You have the face. The face. Yeah. And that's like a recurring theme throughout the whole episode. Because everybody says, you just don't have the face for this part. Or, you know, the face of this, blah, blah, blah. And that's the big reveal at the end is why everyone keeps saying that. It's hinting at the end of the episode. Yeah. 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 Poor wasn't Shadow. wasn't too way the fuck over the top obvious? Yeah, because someone would tell an actor that it's not yeah. you're not really thinking. Why is he talking about his face? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I feel like this episode in a different plot in a different scenario. I don't know if I'm gonna make any sense when I say this. When they try to do something like this with like the art episodes, the painting, it, it ends up mm. being way the fuck too obvious, and you're just like, okay, yeah, I get it this one, I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't going, why is he? I just noticed the mustache and I'm like, oh, that's weird. But then the scene keeps going and it keeps you interested because you they they had enough time for setup in this episode. They set up the character in more than just he's this. They they set it up and you see why he's like this, why he's and how his his girlfriend reacts to that, and you kind of go down his sad story because if you're gonna cast a, a chubby schlub. John Lovitz is the go-to He's guy. He's the king. Yeah. He's the fucking critic for a reason. Mm. He, he played that perfectly in that show. But uh, uh, Tron gets the role. They go outside. Tron's putting on his his uh, black outfit for the Shakespeare play. And then he pulls on the back of his name tag, or the, the, the stapled on with the, with the actor's role on it that they do. and And he throws it down. And I'm like, He should have read that. I knew he should have read it. I knew it was going to be important. I didn't know what he was going to say. Well, he read it. He just gets strangled right away. Yeah, he starts to read it. he sees it and he goes, what the hell? And he gets gets strangled. John Lovitz chokes him out. But John Lovitz is the one I was saying should have read it. You are, yeah, yeah. John Lovitz is the one, yeah. He kills him. He goes and dumps him in a laundry basket. And then the whole time you're hearing this phone ring. And I kept going like, it's the fucking phone. Because I hate a ringing phone. It drives me fucking crazy for some reason. It's just, I, I don't know what it is. It drives me crazy. But uh, there's a reason. And then they kind of, he goes up to the door and he, he hears the ringing phone. And he's like, all right, whatever. I'll ignore that. And he walks away after just murdering a person. And the the camera goes in the peephole and the lock. And you see this a guy. You can tell he's dead. And that's when I figured out what was going on. Yeah. Um, but I was, I, it didn't bother me. It wasn't one of those ones I guessed and it was going to, like, oh, that ruins it. It's not one of those Well, it's just where it would go. It's the only place it could go, really. Yeah. This episode. I'm glad... I'm just really glad it wasn't... He killed him. I thought it was going to be the acting teacher makes him kill someone to get the role or maintain his youth or some bullshit like that. Yeah, wear this mask and I'll suck your youth and you'll grow old and you'll break the mask at the end of the episode and it makes no sense. I'm just... There's no magic, no mysticism in this episode. It is a straight-through story. The guy yep. kills the guy, and if he didn't, what I love about this, what I what I love about the idea of Tales from the Crypt is, he so you murder someone and you fuck yourself over. That's what yeah. I find fascinating, and this is a perfect example of that. He kills yeah, it's like Tron. A, yeah. It's a moral tale. Yeah, it's a yeah. morality thing. But if he didn't yeah. kill Tron, he would have been fine. Tron would have got you, killed. Yeah, exactly. That's the tweet. Yeah, still. The old switcheroo, yes. But they did do another episode like this with with um, Mimi Rogers and Kathy Ireland. They do an episode where Kathy Ireland is invited to this this uh, fashion um, fashion show, and she's guaranteed to win it. And so she says, "Well, this is so." Demi uh, Mimi Rogers kills Kathy Ireland. She takes her part and goes, and ends up being the big twist at the end. Is it's the um, it's the uh, Undertaker's convention. And she's cast as the perfect dead body for the Undertakers to look at. and It's kind of the same idea as this episode. Yeah. It's almost, but Buck Henry's in it. The guy that wrote The Graduate, and he was on SNL in the 70s like every other episode. and wrecked <laughs> those episodes. <laughs> I always love when a senator or an athlete is yeah. on SNL. Like Charles Barkley or some shit. Yeah, they don't do that no more. There was a no, senator. Occasionally. Well, remember the episode? It was way back in the day. Uh, but it was a senator. It was a set, like when he's on the roof and he has like a a wig to make him look younger, but he's clearly sixty three, and he's clearly just Oof. staring at the at the thing off screen. It, right, it was so bad. I have no idea who the fuck it was because why why cast a politician hosting the show? Well, I just remember Robert De Niro was the worst host, one of the worst hosts because he was always reading the prompter. Yeah, he was just terrible. He, and he wasn't funny. He was stiff. Yeah, and I just like I don't like Robert De Niro as a comedian. He, The last 25 years, he's been a comedian. It's so sad. It's just like, give it up. Stop making those movies. Well, Harold Ramis made it work in one movie. And he went, I guess I'm a comedian. I'm a funny guy. And No, you're not funny. No, Harold Ramis is funny. You're not. You're not. Please stop trying. You're not funny. And then he tried to be serious with that uh, CIA movie, The Good Shepherd, and he just bored everybody to death. He's not even a good director either. I didn't mind his first movie. No, Broxell's good. Yeah. I like Broxell. I just don't like the, the, not the great. Good Shepherd. It's great. It's good. The Good Shepherd's boring. Good Shepherd's fucking boring. Yeah, Good Shepherd's like, I don't care about Matt Damon and his fucking deaf girlfriend <laughs> and Angelina Jolie being all weird and, and shouting a lot and fucking Eddie Redmayne whose first movie is a Good Shepherd and you're like, God, yeah, that guy looks like a retarded Matt Damon and then he goes <laughs> and wins the Oscar years later. He almost won so two weird. years in a row, didn't he? Two out of three, something like that. Didn't he almost win twice? Because he won Stephen Hawking. Yes. And he almost won for Danish Girl. Yeah, Danish Girl, because he plays the tranny. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. No, he was a tranny. No, I mean, did he win <laughs> no, for no, both? No, he won or... first. Yeah, no, he didn't win for Danish Girl, because it ended up being the whole movie was a bunch of bullshit. It was a lie. Yeah. Because um, they were both... Uh, uh, the girl was not in love with him. It was a marriage of convenience. He was an artist and she was an artist and she was a lesbian. And he was gay. Yeah. And he wanted to be a woman in that respect. And that's it, has nothing to do with like transgenderism. It's just he wanted to be a woman because he wanted to be with men. That's pretty right. much it. And nothing more to it. And then he won for Theory of Everything? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, because he played a retard. You, you always win if you play a <laughs> he's retard. He's retarded. He has like MS or something. <laughs> well, he's a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. He's, uh, yeah, you know, come on. It's, it's, it's the. It's the ailment Oscar. They always give those away. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Every time. I am Sam shit. Yeah, except, well, he didn't win, but. No, but. He did win for playing Harvey Milk, so th- there's that. I, to be fair, he, he was he great. He deserved it. No, he was great. In I, Milk. I love that movie. But do you remember what, 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 um, because that was the same year as The Wrestler. Yeah. What Mickey Rourke said. Mickey Rourke was like, fucking Sean Penn, he's the biggest homophobe there ever was. <laughs> oh, so he was so pissed off that he lost the Oscar. Because fucking Mickey Rourke is his own worst enemy. Like, every time he gets success, and like you think Mickey Rourke's coming back, he fucks it up because he talks too much. Yeah, or... Like Sin City. Right? I made a boxing Sin movie. Sin City's coming back. I made a boxing movie. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and be a real boxer. Oh, my face got fucked up. I guess plastic <laughs> surgery time. I'm gonna keep my two Chihuahuas with me at all time and smoke cigarettes. He's in a Coppola movie, uh, uh, oh, Rumblefish. Rumblefish. Oh yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. And the whole time he talks like this, and you can barely hear him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, speak the fuck up, sir! What the hell? Nick Cage is in this movie. Hey. I'm excited, what's going and you're on? you're ruining this for me. <laughs> what He's, are you doing? I'm rest- I'm early. I'm early. I think I'm James Mickey Dean, Rourke. but I'm not. Nobody gives What's a shit. What's going on over here? Yeah, it's true, whatever. He's trying to be Ryan Gosling before Ryan Gosling. I'd rather watch Mickey Rourke than Ryan Gosling, though. I, I don't like Ryan I Gosling. I like Ryan Gosling in some things, not everything. He's the exact same character in every single movie he's in. Watch uh, At Close Range, though. Sean Penn is, is... Ryan Gosling stole his acting career from young Mickey Rourke and Sean Penn from At Close Range. It's basically, if Ryan Gosling was in a movie today, it would be at close range. Here's Ryan Ryan Gosling. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. What do you mean? Okay. Sure. I'm not allowed to emote as an actor. I used to bang Sandra Bullock, remember? He looks fun in, I haven't seen that movie, the Russell Crowe movie, The Good Guys. Oh, Good Guys is great. It looks fun. I, I don't Good know Guy's why I haven't fucking, seen it. Gr- oh, it's a great fucking movie. That scene where he's kicking over the, kicking open the door oh. when he's smoking a cigarette and he has it on the toilet and he has a gun. Oh yeah! Oh no! <laughs> it's fucking great. Scene. Yeah, no. Good Guys is a great. I can't believe you haven't seen that movie. That's yeah, awesome movie. It's one of those movies I want to and I just haven't. No, oh no! It's awesome. It's a great movie. Fucking Russell Crowe is fat and doesn't care. And he's just awesome, and Ryan Gosling's hilarious. Oh, in that movie, I thought you were just talking about Russell No, Crowe. no, in Sorry. general, yeah. He yeah, just doesn't yeah. care anymore. I don't blame yeah. him. No, like his life is great. He's got his Oscar, too. He's oh, a, he's fine. He doesn't he, give a yeah, shit. He's, he got millions of dollars as Oscar. He can do any movie he wants. He don't give a fuck. His new movie, it looks interesting. Yeah. It reminds me of Changing Lanes. With <laughs> and Falling Down. It's like, yeah, changing down. That's what it's yeah. called. <laughs> Falling, Falling down. That's Falling. The, I gotta watch that one again. I haven't seen that in a while. Falling Falling Down's fun. all right Jill good. Schumacher. Yeah. Oh, We're um, same. Tales from the Crypt. Um Yes. Well, it's a good episode. It it it's it, 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 it is what it is. It was perfect. A to B to C plot, and it ends on a nice double twist. Well, they and, uh, when, yeah. when he comes into the rehearsal space, uh Sean Aston. Um, or sorry, John Aston is talking, is working with the actor who's playing Hamlet and he's holding the skull and doing that whole speech. And, uh, he's like, you gotta kiss the skull, kiss it. But then, yeah. so that's where it starts. And I'm, I'm not thinking about that. I don't know dick about Shakespeare. So, and he, he, uh, he, he kills the guy, takes over the role and he kind of convinces uh, John Aston that he should take over. And he's like, your face is all wrong. Wait, let me rethink our, 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 our thing that we're doing. And he puts on the suit and he's like practicing uh, the Hamlet speech. And he's like, are you ready to go out there? And he's like, I need to rehearse. You know, being Hamlet is a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of lines. I, don't, I can't rush this. And he's like, nonsense. He's like, wait, you're not playing Hamlet. And he's like, did you mislabel the clothes again? And he walks over. He's like, there it is. And what's his name? Yorick? Yeah, Yorick. Yeah. Which I'm glad you're here to explain to me is the, is the skull. Yes. He yes. did say he's been dead for 21 years or whatever yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. it, but I didn't know if he was going to be a ghost. I don't know anything about Hamlet. so Yeah, no, that's it. He's, it's a famous, I, I knew him, Horatio. It was it's yeah. skull that he, because they come across a, a, a discarded grave and there's bones out of the ground cause it's been defiled and Hamlet lifts up the shakes the skull and talks to it and that's a famous scene out of Hamlet. I never saw. I studied it. The Mel Gibson one. I never saw. Yes. I did yes, see yes. the '60s German one though for MST. That's good. Oh shit! <laughs> but that's all I know about it. But. Good stuff. And uh, what what they do in uh, Last Action Hero? Yes. That's about all I know. To out of be it. or not to be, not to be in the state of Denmark. <laughs> <You are. laughs> easy, oh, Easy, oh, song. <laughs> glorious! You killed my father. Big mistake. <laughs> and it's that's quite accurate. It is from the play, it's not wrong. Yeah. So good 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 on them for making that accuracy. You know what's funny? Speaking of that, John Lovitz in the Critic. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Because they have the Schwarzenegger dreidel, Dwedle, yep. in like four episodes. But no. Nope. The Critic's a great show. This is the best episode so far of the show of Tales from the Crypt because he Do you think it's, it's the John Lovitz factor? John Lovitz is good. Yeah. There's one scene where I was like not no when he's trying to convince him that he needs the role after he said, after he strangled him, like, right. I'm an actor. I can do this. I'm like, Oh, this is your worst um, scene so far. John Lovitz, but everything else was great. Yeah. Um, I he, just keep thinking of John Lovitz and happiness where he goes, you're shit. And I'm champagne. You're what you saw. Happiness, right No. Oh, you guys, another movie you got to watch. That's fucking, oh, I about that's, the show. that's a movie that you got to watch. Okay. But I'll by think. yourself, and not with the girlfriend or the kid, because it's a fucked up movie. Okay, I keep that in mind. The, the, I don't think anyone could... If you're not into movies that are weird, and like you're going to watch that movie, you're going to be like, this is fucking fucked up movie. This is fucked up. Because this is a movie with a um, uh, uh, heroin addict who died. What's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. He, he, he's crank calling Laura Flynn Boyle. Going, Is your pussy wet? Is your pussy wet? <laughs> and he hangs up. It's that movie, so it's like, oh my god! Oh, wow. And she gets into it and calls him back, and like he doesn't know how to take it, so he's like, oh my god, you called back because she got into it. It's just, and then um, the character actor who was uh, Doctor uh, Connor in the first the Raimi Spider Man movies, he's the the Doctor Dylan Baker. List... Dylan Baker, yeah, he plays a pedophile. I could see he's that. A, he's a pedophile in the movie, and it's pretty much he has a family, and he's a pedophile, and he gets caught, and the son goes, well, there's a scene where the son goes, did you, ever, did you ever touch me, Dad? And he goes, no. I jerk off. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. This is the movie. It's fucked up. Is there something just, about the name Baker that makes Because Philip Baker Hall in Magnolia. Yeah. Did you did you touch her? <laughs> Says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's good in a, a simple eight or uh, what's the the first uh, movie that uh, what's his name did hard eight um, hard eight yeah yeah I, I haven't found seen that, that at a, at a, I got that uh, on DVD it's out of print you can't find it anymore yeah I I have it I just uh I've never watched it. yeah. It's good. It's actually pretty good. I watched I, it finally. It took me forever to watch it. There's a thousand movies I want to watch, and yeah. for some reason I just haven't. I think you, you got to watch Nice Guys, though, like tonight. Nice Guys? you got to watch the Nice Guys tonight. What's the Nice Guys? The Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, the good guys. The Nice Guys. <laughs> nice, guys. nice Guys. Nice Guys. Nice Guys, yeah. That's, I why, thought, that's why you can't watch it, because it's the wrong <laughs> title. I, I thought you were saying Nice Skies. I'm like... <laughs> This sounds like a terrible nice movie. Guys. It's the nice guys. It's the nice guys. That guy, the theater helper, loves that. Loves that movie. It's the nice guys. <laughs> nice guys. Um, okay, so Hello. he ends up. He gets uh, the York role. He freaks out. He's like, "You guys are crazy!" And then he runs out of the room and he tries. He goes tries to go into the manager's office and be like, "Because he hears the ringing phone." Still goes in there. The guy's like zombified, even though it's only been a no. few hours. He said. Was up, it a few hours? He picked is up the phone. He goes, I've been trying to reach you for four hours. Okay. It's <laughs> so like, okay. Yeah, it, been, everyone's dead. Like, all, all the staff is dead. And they've been dead for weeks. It's the I makeup it's from hours, Dawn of the Dead, the original. Because they're <laughs> yes. all, like, green and blue. Yeah. And, like, they have veins. I'm like. T- Tom Savini's been here. Yeah. He's, he's definitely been there. I, I, Sex machine. Quickly. He's been there quickly. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's, it looks terrible. And I'm like. Four hours? You should have said like a few days. Yeah, like, I thought it, was, it looked like a few days. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it looked it looked really cheap and terrible, but it was effective because he looks around, and he sees all these dead bodies, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, goes to run away to get help or run the fuck out of there. And he turns around and everyone's there. John Astin's there, and they come at him and be like, "His head will work, or his skull will work, or his, whatever." He's like, "I want a guy with high cheekbones, or like, whatever." And he turns around um, and he. he he leans against it, and you see the axe, and they kill him. And then yeah. he immediately cuts the guy holding the skull. I like, yeah. when, I like when he goes, "No, I'm Hamlet. You saw me out there." Yeah, that's poor. He's a terrible actor. He's yeah. a terrible Keanu Reeves actor. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, and then uh, they show his skull, and it's got one eyeball in it still, and it's yeah. got the muscles over <laughs> it still. And they, they, there's a really effective, like almost film school shot, like a, like an art house film, because. They go outside, and we see two cop cars pull up, and they go inside. And the no. camera keeps going down the alley, looks over in the, in the trash heap, and you see just John Levitz's skin. Yeah, it's his <laughs> face. We were it's, debating, so, it's so awful. We were debating if John Levitz, A, kept it, and he has yes. that still to this day on a shelf. Absol- absolutely. And then B, if he fucked his own mouth, because I think we both would have. At least once. It's just not, to say you did it. It's not weird. It's your own mouth. It's not. It's true. I said he fucked the eye hole. I'm going mouth. Because mouth is just too gay. It's your own mouth. <laughs> exactly. I hold my He's own He's so straight. He's so straight. He, he would do it in his eyeball because it would be less gay. <laughs> the, see, the eyeball would be like getting it closer to it. just like. Yeah. And I'd so be like, like oh, no. He, no, it's, it's an eyeball. i seen a Mission Impossible 2 with a knife that's going really yeah. close to his eye. I'm going to get too yeah. close to a weird fetish I do not want to tar- partake in. <laughs> Uh, and the next thing I know, I'm doing this to real people in the alleyway. Exactly. And they've only caught me twice. You're talking about the scene in St. Pirate Ryan where they're fighting. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, I hate that. <laughs> that yeah. scene is brutal. Uh, although it it's is, ineffective yeah. because of the terrible cotton body they have when it finally stabs Adam Gold uh, yeah, in, yeah. The mouth, in the mouth, in the chest. And it, like, sinks in. <laughs> it looks terrible. I, yeah. And I, I don't see him anymore. I guess he probably... He's just too much problems for Hollywood. Goberg He don't work that much anymore. I don't see him in anything. I haven't seen him in a while. You know who I miss yeah. who like quit acting for a while? I don't know if he's back or not. Nikki Katz. Yeah. He's fucking great. I think, I think he did retire. I think he did say something like uh, he did. He's done like a hundred something movies. And he said, you know what? I'm done. I, I've had my records. He's been around for like 30 something years. He's, a he's lot great. Of stuff. He, yeah. Way of the Gun is one of my favorite yeah. movies. And he's great in that yeah. movie. And. The Limey, he's great in the Limey yeah. is amazing. I love that movie. Terrence Stamp that's, is great in that. If you want to see another great movie if you want to see was. Terrence Stamp yell at people in a driveway, that's your fucking movie because that's mostly what he does. Oh yes, it's <laughs> awesome. You tell him I'm fucking coming. <laughs> yeah. He yells at people in driveways and then leaves in like seven scenes. <laughs> <laughs> you tell Valentine about Jenny. I haven't seen that since we were in film school. Cause, because oh, it's, it's, It stands up. It's good. Because our roommate Michael had all uh, Soderbergh movies. Soderbergh, all yeah, of them. Yeah. And I watched all of them. Well, That's where we lived with him. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, had, we had to watch his, his European movies. I, I watched Solaris and was bored to tears. Oh, God. Yeah. Oof. And then I watched every single Soderbergh movie, which I've seen most of them, but I, I didn't watch uh, his version of Solaris till then. And I'm like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah, no, I haven't watched that one. I don't think full ever, frontal really. is terrible. No, he's got a weird career. That Steven Soderbergh. I did like uh, Schizopolis. Yeah, Schizopolis is fun. That was fun. It's fucking weird. Did but... you watch uh, the one that he shot on an iPhone? Um... I forgot what it's called. Where the girls in the nut house because. insane un- ex... Unsane. Unsane. Yeah, that was actually not bad. No. That thing's pretty good. I didn't see that or the Laundromat. I do want to see I the laundromat. laundromat. I want to see that one. It, it, that one's on Netflix. I yeah, know. it got good reviews. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know anything about it, but I liked Lucky, uh, Logan Lucky or I didn't see Logan it. Lucky Logan Logan Lucky something. Like that. That's I, actually not a bad movie. I saw Contagion. Contagion. And I saw one after that, and I have not seen another Soderbergh movie since then. I'm hmm. trying to think. What did he do after Contagion? The, m- m- Mike, what's the Magic oh, Mike? Magic Mike or yeah. Side Effects? Maybe it was side I, saw, effect. I saw Side Effects. That was the last one okay. I saw. That's yeah, I didn't see Side Effects. Side Effects is good. Yeah, side effects not good. great. The Ma- Magic Mike, he made a bunch of money on. Finally, he deserved it. Yeah, he yeah, had no, never that, had he, a movie make money like that, except Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Well, yeah, he he made money, and he probably shot fucking commercials for two million dollars a hit. I'm sure he had lots of money. He was fine. I'm not saying he strapped for cash, but he never had like a blockbuster yeah. other than no, *Ocean's Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. *Contagion* yeah. didn't do as well. as They was hoping, but
1: no, it had, it had like kind
0: of a smaller movie. Yeah, that had a huge cast, and yeah, it should have done a lot better. But if it came out now, oh, you wouldn't have seen it because it would have been theaters. Well, no, it would have canceled. It would have went to Netflix, like his longer yeah. movie, and he would have made a ton of movie selling to netflix because they'd be like yeah can a virus movie yeah come on well that that was the number one movie on streaming for a while when COVID hit yeah i saw that back in april and man like, that was number one if you could have and sold outbreak. that oh god outbreak is fucking out dustin hoffman outbreak and uh what's her name uh renee russo Rene russo isn't that fucking 90s right there is um uh what's his name in that movie Morgan Freeman in that movie, too? Yes, Morgan Freeman. Okay. Uh, Ed Donald Harris. Sutherland, Is that Harris? And Kevin Spacey's in it. Really? Kevin Spacey's the other guy with with uh, Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo. He's the one that dies. He's that character that has to die in the movie to give it Act to. <laughs> he's the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. And Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in it. Really? He's the, he's the, he's the uh, pilot who has the to f- fly... They have to magically find this monkey and they find it incredibly easily in like 20 minutes. Before he flew off to uh, Josh Hartnett Island. Yes. The land of forgotten much. actors. Poor, poor, poor. I don't know, he's fine. I fuck Josh Hartnett. I don't care. I'm not going to say poor Josh Hartnett. Fuck Josh Hartnett. His movie sucked. He made a string of terrible movies. I like 30 Days a Night a lot. I need to rewatch watch that. I saw it in theaters. I haven't seen it since. I love that movie. I just like uh, uh, what's his name, um, Danny Houston, going speaking of that weird vampire language nonsense. Well, he has a a line where he the woman's like, "Oh God," and he goes, "No oh, God. God." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's, the trailer is good with the Muse music. Nikki Cat. The last thing he was in was Behind the Candelabra. Speaking of Soderbergh. In 20, yeah. 2013, and then he showed up for one episode of Casual in 2018, and that's it. What the hell's Casual? No idea. He was in the Dark Knight in a small, small role, if you remember. That's right. Yeah, I remember. He's the, he's the co. He's the he guy shouts, in, the, in the. He shouts exposition into his thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on! Yeah. He says, no! We're sitting ducks out here! We can't go out there! He's got his corner! Diversion lower fifth! That's all he says. Yeah. But and that's I, the, you try you ever track with Dark Knight, trying to figure out who, who the five people he died who died were? What do you mean? Like there's a couple like in this in the scene, Joker says, You didn't let me down, you let five people die oh. before you got to me. And I'm trying to figure out who are the five people that died, because the, the helicopter had maybe two. The police car probably had one or two, maybe. But did they die? Because they blew up. So you blew up the cop car. When does he say that? In, in the, the interrogation, interrogation room. room, right? So that's before he says, you that's, have five people. That's now, just right? before Rachel and the mayor and all yes. that. So, okay. Yeah. I'll have to think about it and get back to you on that one. Uh, because, it's, and there's another part in Dark Knight where they said Two Face kills three people, two of them cops. Like, who, is who that, did he kill? Is that the Harvey and the dent that are sitting there on the chessboard or the newspaper in the apartment when he takes the bullet out of the brick? No, it's um, it's that that he kills the one detective because he flips the coin and it's the guy from the fugitive. He kills that guy, and that was the one cop he kills. But then he doesn't kill the other cop, but then he kills uh the 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 driver for uh, Eric. Eric Roberts. Yeah. So that's two, but he said he's killed three people. Two of them cops. That's what uh um. Gordon says, and then then, um, Batman goes, I killed those people. (laughs) I killed those people. I'm whatever Gotham makes me to be." So I I always like trying to figure out who the third person was. I could never figure it out. Why is he running, Daddy? Because we have to chase (laughs) him. That's a great part. (laughs) And the music builds up. Oh, that movie's so fucking good. Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, He's not a... He's a a watchful protector. He's a... He's a what? He's not a knight. He's a Dark Knight. A dark night. And then boom. Yeah. Music. Awkward. I love it And Batman Begins when it's like ramping up to the end and it's like Batman it Begins. I'm like, no, Batman ends. This yeah, is the that's end. It. He's done. Batman started. It's already happened. So, watch this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, it's um, good. It's good. It's fun. It's worth the time. It, it, you let three people die. It's not a severe waste of time. It's a good murder. I mean, yeah. at this point, it's already spoiled for you, but yeah, it's- um, I'll give it I'm going to give it an eight. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I'd say eight, too. It's, it's, it's solid. I don't want to go too crazy with it, but I really yeah. did enjoy it at the same time. Yeah, yeah sounds good. There we go. It's got yeah. a seven point something, something, whatever I said on, on a, the, That's shockingly low. That, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Let's hear the trivia. Oh. Oh. John Lovitz and Louise Fletcher, his agent, would later co star in High School High. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even make that connection. I did, during a commentary, I talked about how I saw high school, high, and small-time crooks in the theater because of John Lovitz. So, I was a big John Lovitz fan growing up. But you didn't see 3,000 Miles of Graceland in theaters. I didn't see it in theaters. Nobody saw it in theaters. I saw it in VHS the day it came uh, out on VHS. Oh, in a my God. There you go. That's the power of Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell's awesome. I love Kurt Russell. Kevin Costner, not so much. Kevin Costner, I can give her tape. But Kurt Russell, if I don't enjoy the movie, I'll enjoy the Kurt Russell in it. Yeah. Tango and Cash. Even Death Proof. It's an okay movie. Kurt oh, Russell's Death Proof, awesome he, he's the best part in Death he's Proof. He's the only though. good part. Yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> Solid. No. When he cries after torturing this woman yeah. and he finally gets his comeuppance and he starts, Why? <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Why? <laughs> they're pulling him. Oh, careful! I think it's broken ah! He just doesn't understand uh, why they're doing this yeah. to him now. It's great. Oh, it's, he's so good. He is good. Uh, all right. That's um, why I like Escape from LA. Yeah, I like Escape from LA. But Escape unfortunately, from LA is, is a decent movie. Unfortunately, Dick, the time has come. Oh fuck! Spin, it, spin, spin, spin. Hold on, hold Stop. on. I, oh. I don't have a choice. Okay. Stop. Oh no. Are you me? What the fuck is that? Is that I think I might have spelled that wrong. Dower Hour of Great Mystery? I've never heard of this. Let me see if I spelled Dour that hour. wrong. No, it's it's that. It's uh, I gotta look this up. I don't know what the fuck that is. Well here we are. Um I'm looking I'm going to, I'm going to IMDB right now. It's right here. Dower Hour That sounds British to be seven episodes. Oh fuck. Um fuck. wow. Okay, The Dow Hour of Great Mysteries was a series of seven television specials from March to November 1960, hosted by Joseph Welch on NBC and sponsored by Dow Chemical. Welch died in October 1960, bringing the series to an end. So he Ouch. died giving up on his own show. Wow. This is going to be interesting. Let me find out what I have for Dow Hour if it even exists. It does. Well, I mean, it exists, but Jesus Okay, you don't Christ. have to make any choices. This is the episode I have. Oh, fantastic. What is it? The Bat. The episode Bat. Episode 101. The first episode. Oh, my God. Okay, it's 54 minutes long. Oh, shit. It's on YouTube. We might watch this one ahead of time. A sinister criminal known only as The Bat. Attempts to locate a fortune in stolen securities supposedly hidden in the rambling mansion owned by Spinster Cordelia Van Gorder. Oh god no. Is this it says Jason Robards? Is that the the one I'm thinking of or it can't be it can't be. There's no way. It, maybe it is. Holy shit. Is it? Yeah, it is Jason Robards. Oh my okay, god. Good. Speaking of magnolia. Yeah. Everything's gonna kind of magnolia. Movie. Yeah. And Margaret Hamilton's in it. You want your last movie to be the one that you're dying on screen? <laughs> wow. Okay, oh, Jesus. Christ. While your psychopath trophy wife screams at pharmacists. <laughs> Fuck you. I lo- I love PTA. Oh, one God. of my favorites. Oh, just like uh, I just like her on Big Lebowski. Look, Maude. I'm sorry, your stepmom is a nympho. <laughs> Oh. Now, this is good. That's... Uh, is that what Logjammers is? Yeah, it's oh, one it's unfortunately. Good. The beaver picture. One of my favorite ones. Yeah, when he, Jackie Treehorns is on the phone and he's scribbling a note and then yeah. uh, he thinks he's being all sly and he waits till he leaves the room and he's like... Yeah. This is he a treats big, objects big dick. like they're women, man. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. Stay out of my beach community, Lebowski. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I think we've it's quoted that fashion. movie more than any other movie.
1: The oh, two, no, we, said, we saw that
0: movie. We would watch that movie three times a day. Well, it was the three of us. Only I, I Donnie, de- Donnie doesn't talk, and I don't shut the fuck up. So <laughs> I, I was failing on my, my part of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Walter Sobchek. <laughs> Once you done with uh, the, what have you? <clears throat> oh, what, the, what have you? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines in uh. any movie ever uh what have you yeah. <laughs> after the what have you he lives in was it? he lives in uh fuck what oh, does he say uh, also, uh, by the in and out yeah he says next to the in and out yeah next he, to the in and out he lives in uh burbank yeah next to the in and out yeah. no the in and out's on Canberra uh, on, uh, <laughs> I was on the said by I, the in and yeah. out yeah <laughs> No, no, the the internet's on Canberra. (laughs) I should buy the internet What was all that shit about Vietnam? (laughs) Okay, we need to get the hell out of here. All right, let's go. So next week, episode 31 will be, I already forgot the name of the show, Dow Hour of Mysteries, Mysteries. episode 101, The Bat. You know what? It wasn't a choice. Next episode, 32, you're going to get the pick because you didn't get to choose anything this week. So right. this will just be a rollover. All right. Cause it was so unfair to you. Like, what are you supposed to pick? It's the one episode yeah. I could find that's going to happen sometimes. So that's fine. That happens. All right. So next week, Dow hour of great mysteries, one-on-one <laughs> the bat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's wow. random. There's 130 shows to pick from. So this is what's going to happen sometimes, but it's on YouTube. So go, <sighs> go watch it beforehand for free. Okay. So we're not going to do a, a live watch of it. It's, We'll talk about that later. I don't know. I, I think that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's fine. That works. It's, it looks like it's going to be fucking miserable. Um, yeah, I'm going to fast forward through half of it. Yeah, I will just say LIW Studios, and we are live every Tuesday night for LIW, the Twilight Zone review, LIW, the TZ review on, on Twitter, if you want to follow us there. We post everything there. We do our Filthy Twilight Zones. I post them on the Twitter feed as well. Every Wednesday night, this show is live. Um... And yeah, so if you listen to the, just the podcast and you're like, what are they talking about with these visual gags? This is what we're like not so much this show, but Twilight Zone, we do a lot of visual gags. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Go go there, subscribe, and you'll see all the videos. You know what the fuck we're talking about. Because sometimes it gets a little uh hard to figure out what the fuck we're talking about. Just use your imagination. Use your use your brain thoughts, man. Amen. You just gotta you gotta figure it out, man. We're like a great novel. After Without the, the great, what book. have you? Yeah. After the what have you? Uh, go to yeah. liwstudios.com and buy Richard's yeah. books on uh, Amazon. Sure. Kick him a few pennies. Yeah. That you'll never fucking see on Amazon. No. No. <laughs> nope. I've I've sold books on Amazon. Never seen a penny. Never. I've was. gotten. Uh, I've checked. Like yeah. Uh, every quarter, if you sell something, you get kickback. But yeah. I haven't sold anything in like two years, so I don't know. I haven't looked, to be fair, but I constantly get those newsletters. It's like the Amazon Direct Publishers thing. Oh yeah, yeah, get that all the time. Those are man. all the fucking time. I'm Especially like, the, the yeah, the one that says we got thirty-two million dollars in the fund. No, it, you'll see none of it. it. It says it says billion. It says thirty-two yeah, wow. billion. I'm like, no, f- no, you don't. No, yeah. you don't. That's nothing to do with me. Mathematically, I should be making some money out of that, if it matters. But no, it doesn't. Yeah. Stephen King's making a third of that. And then, like... Joe Hill's making the other third. Yeah. Ugh, Joe. Anyway. Okay. Um, any parting words of wisdom from this episode? This was your your dick pick for the day. This, is this your, was? This was your top I, pick. I'm proud that it, it came, it delivered, it hit a home run. Everyone enjoyed it. I think Adam should watch it. One person. Yeah. I think Adam should watch it. We'll, we'll tell him to watch it. I think he'll be surprised. Uh, and I think he'll enjoy it. Well, the only nice thing I, I'm not I'm not patting myself on the back in any way. I just say I judge it based on the episode itself. I don't judge it based on prior ones. I just right. this was a solid episode. I enjoyed yeah. it solid. all I want, all I ever want. I talked about this in Twilight Zone is a solid story, told in the appropriate amount of time with interesting yeah. characters. There's there's three things really, and this Adam, this is all I'm looking for. And, and then so I liked it. I liked it a lot. No. This is definitely worthwhile watching. So Adam, if you're listening, I doubt he is, but you should you should watch this one. It's it's fun. It's it's not amazing. Stop pretend Jansen mentioned something in our last one, the Frankenheimer one, and he goes, It didn't blow me away. I go, I why are you expecting me to be blown away? That's right, kinda yeah. kinda on you. No. I just I just want to be entertained. That's literally all I want. No. Just said tepid expectations and you'll enjoy it. Acting. That's all I want. Acting um, yeah, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Jack dick, it. So long, citizens. So long, YouTube. So long, John Lovitz. We love you. Love Honestly. Fletcher. Tron. Lee Fletcher. Tron. John Lovitz, get a hold of us. Margaret Tro and, and uh, uh, Dana Carvey follow us. True. Follow us. Come on. Love us. Lovitz. it love or leave it. <gasps> <laughs> there you go. Bye. <gasps> That's one for the books. Yay. We did it.